glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, Lord, here we are before your presence. Thanking you, my God, for you are sitting on your throne. You never change, my God. You're still the same. You will always be with us. You will always strengthen us, my God. You will never leave us nor forsake us, my God. And we just worship and adore you. We thank you, Father God, for you are powerful and mighty, my God. We thank you, Lord, for your power and your strength today. For this moment of stillness where we can feel your presence, my God. Continue to have your way. Minister to our hearts, Lord. Open our ears that we might hear. Our hearts that we might understand. Our eyes that we might see. Our hands that might be raised before your presence to worship and adore you, my Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to worship you, Lord Almighty God. Oh, we magnify your name. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name. Praise your name. Praise the name of the living God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. It is an awesome, it's awesome to be here in the house of the Lord to worship and adore his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You may be seated if you're in your home and you were standing worshiping the Lord. Just sit down. And as we enter into God's word, uh, praise the living God. Today I want to talk to you about a wonderful counselor. Praise the Lord. The scripture that I will be using is found in, in Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, and it reads the following. For us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from, from, from that time on and forever. The seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Praise God. Amen. Today is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. Wow. And we are entering that Christmas season, and as you see around you, there are people putting up lights, even buying gifts already. Today, actually, the tree of Rockefeller will be turned on and a little different because there will be no audiences there, but it nonetheless will be turned on today. Yet, despite of what's going on, things seem to continue as if nothing has happened, although we know much has occurred. Things are different today, and people are trying to find some normalcy in what are very abnormal times. Isaiah 9, verses 6 through 7, is a scripture that is preached a lot during this season, being that the prophet Isaiah foretold about a child that would be born, a child that would be given unto the world. He foretold about the Messiah. He foretold about Jesus Christ. Yet today I want to focus on just one word or two words from verse 6 
You see, verse 6 describes various titles that are attributed to Jesus. And one of those titles is the one I want to focus on. I want to consider, and I want you to consider today, the wonderful counselor. I decided to focus this title on this title in particular because we are currently living one of the most traumatic times of our lifetimes. You see, I've never lived anything like this, and I sure know that you haven't either. George Everly, a professor at Johns Hopkins, he teaches disaster mental health and resilience, stated, there's no doubt that the coronavirus pandemic will be the most psychologically toxic disaster in anyone's lifetime. He goes on to say, this pandemic is a disaster of uncertainty, and the, and the greater the uncertainty surrounding a disaster, the greater the psychological casualties. Due to the pandemic, there has been an increase in mental health illnesses. Stress, anxiety, and other psychological issues are rampant right now. It's been reported that one in third of every American is dealing with some kind of stress, anxiety, or mental and emotional situation. It's been an increase of over 33%. And as a friend um, uh, argued with me today, and those are the ones that are reported. You see, we've experienced a high level of psychological distress. I do not have to continue um, stating statistics because we are all living it. Due to this pandemic and due to the, everything that's going on, people are struggling with situations that they never struggled with before. And if it was only the pandemic and life would stand still, it would be one thing. But it's the pandemic and on top of it, life. So the stress and the anxieties and the worries and even more serious mental illness are on a rise. Now, as a clinician, I would come to you and recommend counseling, although most therapists are counseling via a computer. <laughs> or I would recommend maybe other clinical techniques that I've been learning and I'm kind of tired of professional development and, and workshops in order to help us deal with this situation. Part, like I shared, I, particip I have participated in many professional developments and just kind of trying to help us through so that maybe we can help others to how to deal with this trauma that people are experiencing and the effects of this pandemic on the mind, on the emotions, on even the body, and I must say even on, the spirit, on a spiritual um, side, correct? Therefore, I think that is why this term wonderful counselor just captured my eyes and it stirred my heart. So today, let me prescribe to you the wonderful counselor. The wonderful counselor is divided into two terms. That first term means a miracle, a marvel, a wonder, which indicates Something extraordinary, incompre incomprehensible, inexplicable. Hallelujah. The second term that means to advise, counsel, devise, and purpose. 
That's what wonderful counselor means. These two definitions come together to give us hope that this child that would be born would miraculously, miraculously be an amazing advisor. He would, marvel, he would do marvelous works. He would have done and did marvelous works and all things in God's purpose, Romans 8.28 speaks, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purposes. In him dwelt the Holy Spirit with all wisdom, understanding, counsel, strength, knowledge, and honor to God. Isaiah 11.2 states about him and predicted, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel of might, the spirit of the, of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord would be on Jesus. So how does this child that was born unto us become this wonderful counselor in our lives? You see, we must know the following. In order to find hope in this child that was born, lived as a man, died for us, but res was resurrected at the third day, and now is sitting at the right hand of God. Glory to God. You see, there are a few things, and that's, I'm going to try to break it down, a couple of things that we must know. The first thing that we must know is that we must know Jesus is wonderful. <laughs> I love that word. I found this quote that explains it further. It states a phenomenon lying outside the realm of human explanation, that which is separated from the normal course of events. Wonderful. Psalm 139.6 says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. It is high. I cannot attain it. He's so wonderful that we can't. We can't imagine it. We can't understand it with a simple mind. It describes something miraculous. We often are asking God or asking him for miracles and wonders without realizing that the very miracle is right with us. He's with us. The very one that is in us through Jesus Christ and through his Holy Spirit. Because he is wonderful, we can place our faith in a God that will do the impossible for us and would, will work on our behalves. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus is wonderful. And we have a relationship with this Jesus, with that very wonder. Wow, that should cause us to smile and give us an assurance in him. So first, you should know that Jesus is wonderful. Secondly, you need to know that he is a counselor. He is your counselor. He is my counselor. You see, this concept was used in historical times to assure that, to, to assure our people, the people of God, that a king would counsel them and would advise them through any situation. In this word, in Isaiah assures us that this child that would be, bo would be born would come to be a counselor for those that were brokenhearted in the world. Psalm 34, 18 states, Lord, the Lord is close to those brokenhearted and saves those who, saves those who are crushed in spirit. If any time we needed a counselor to help us, 
was in these times. Isn't this a promise to each? Isn't this a promise to each of us? He is a counselor, one that would be close to us at all times, during every situation, during every circumstance, do, during any difficulty. <laughs> I often state that one day I must preach a message titled "Jesus, the best and the first social worker," or something to that effect. <laughs> You see, here are just a few essential characteristics that a counselor or social worker or therapist should have, although there are many more. You see, they need to be empathetic. Jesus, empathetic and then some. A social worker, therapist, a counselor guides. Jesus is our guide through the work of the Holy Spirit. He leads us. A social worker or counselor must be intelligent or have intelligence. He, Jesus, is wisdom. He's someone that we can depend on. He is always, and I say it again, always with us. And I can keep going. I do not mean to compare Jesus to a mere human um, profession. I just want to point out to you that he, this child that would be born unto us, would gather all these qualities that are familiar or similar, right, to a social worker, to a counselor, and he would be so much more. He would be the savior that would, that would meet our needs and would help us through our difficult situations. This child that would be born unto us, he would be our counselor. Hallelujah. You see, he's not only wonderful, he's not only our counselor, but today you and I need to know that Jesus is our true helper. He's our true helper in our time of need. Know today that regardless of how traumatic things might get, and they can get traumatic, no matter what pandemic might plague us, plague us, just know today that he is a true helper in our time of need. And don't get me wrong, I'm not disregarding the events that we have lived and so many people have lived throughout these, these eight, nine, almost ten months. No disregard, no disregard to the lives, to the jobs that have been lost, to the, to the needs, to the situation that people are facing, to the kids in school that are, that are going bonkers because they're closed up and they can't be outside. So many things I'm not disregarding. Oh, but we try to hold on to something stronger and more powerful than what is going on around us. Or as believers and Christians and people that have a relationship with the Lord, that should be our mentality. The word states it in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountain fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with the surging, we will not fear. Hallelujah. 
We will not fear because our faith is on this child that was born unto us, unto the Savior that, that died for us and, and took on the sins and took on our sins and died for us on the cross of Calvary and resurrected and now is sitting on the right hand of God like I shared before. Our hope, our faith is put and placed on him. That Jesus, that's our true helper in our time of need. No matter what G, what, what's going on and no matter what's happening, we need to know and understand that he is our true helper. As we sing, didn't we just finish singing? In the good times and in the bad times, we are able to praise his name because we have come to understand this powerful truth that he is our helper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I must say it again. He is our helper right this moment. He is in the midst of every situation that you and I are facing. Therefore, we must trust him and put our confidence in our helper, Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 17, 7 states, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. So, we need to know that he's our wonderful counselor. Know that he is wonderful, that he's our counselor, that he is our true helper in the time of need. So as people that have a relationship with God through, his through this child that was born unto us, we have not been and are not exempted from life situations, nor are we assured that our initial reaction to things will not be a human one. <laughs> we are human. Yet one thing we do have, and it's the word of God in texts like Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, that gives us hope and gives us peace and gives us joy and gives us love that a child that was born so many thousands years ago would come to save us and be a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, our everlasting father, our prince of peace, the one who would carry our sins on his shoulders but will reign one day forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. One day, like I said in my reflection this morning, soon and very soon, our king will reign. So let us hold on to this word. And as we hear more about it throughout this season, let us look again at God's promises. His promises towards us in some difficult times to those who do not have that relationship with him. I appeal to you today. And I invite you to invite him in, into your heart, so that your journey will not be a lonely journey. But that, as I mentioned before, your journey would be one of hope, one of peace, one of joy, one of love. Because you're walking with a wonderful counselor. Let us pray. Father God, I give you glory and honor. And I so thank you because so many thousand years ago, over 2,000 years ago, you came upon this earth and you became that child for my brothers, for my sisters, and for myself. And today we can call you wonderful counselor, Lord, because you are with us, because you are wonderful, 
because you are powerful and mighty because you want to help us through and advise us and counsel us and guide us Lord oh today that child was born into our hearts and today we have a savior a, the king of kings and the lord of lords that sit on the throne of our hearts I pray today for those that do not have that hope that love, that joy, that peace that today you might extend yourself in this wonderful season as we celebrate your birth that you might be born in the hearts of many of many people that are in need of you today that, that you might become the wonderful counselor in the life of many in the name of the Father, the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen and Amen God bless you all